There's an overwhelming amount of financial advice in the news and on social media. Who do you listen to? Are they looking out for what's best for you? How do you tune out the noise? In this podcast, trusted advisors Emily Augusto, CPA, and Amanda Vaught, JD, bring their extensive education and experience to delve into all aspects of personal finance. Emily and Amanda make topics like investing, taxes, and financial planning interesting and accessible. And they provide a framework to help you think through the plethora of financial advice and news out there. Are you ready to start making the best personal financial decisions for you? Welcome to Connecting the Dollars with Propel Financial Advisors. Hello, Amanda. Hey, Emily. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm Today we're doing a pet episode and Emily and I wanted to cover this and cover different ways that financial advisors think about budgeting for owning a pet or if you're thinking about owning a pet and we'll cover, you know, basics like food to more complex issues like uh, insurance. Yeah, and if you go ahead. If you've been watching our episodes lately, you've probably seen different animals in my house have been fostering and now we adopted a cat. So this was kind of at the top of mind. Also, I was recently uh, asked to speak to my cousin's two senior senior in high school, financial algebra classes, and um, which was really fun. It was kind of cool because they were like all interested because it's something we all have to do. And I feel like those types of things are not typically uh, taught or talked about in high school. So side note, um, but I was hanging out in like one of the teacher's offices and we were all just talking about different finance things. And then it came up that we all had cats. So of course that became the topic of conversation. Um, and also one of the teachers mentioned how she started to create a budget for all her pet care. So I thought that was kind of an interesting idea to talk about today. Yeah. And I think for people who are budgeting, I think, well, I think most people don't sit down and do a budget for those who do do a budget, either just sit down and do it or in their head, they Mm -hmm. vastly underestimate the cost of owning a pet. Because some people think it's, oh, I just have to get the animal. So there's the initial cost of adoption or, you know, if you go through like a dog breeder um, and then it's food, right? And then there's a lot more to it, right, Emily? Yeah. And it really depends on the type of animal you adopt, you know, how old they are. Um, Cats and dogs have very different um, ways that they can have accidents, I suppose. Dogs are way more likely to eat something they shouldn't or, you know, get something, get to something that can make them sick. Um, also, cats, if they don't really go outside, you know, there's not a lot of um, extra medicines they need, things like that. So, yeah, there's a yeah. lot going on yeah. here. Yeah. So, we think we would say so before if you already have an animal or before you decide to adopt the animal is to get your emergency savings account in order. We would say it's the first thing because um, if you're either under budgeting for these planned expenses or pets can have a number of emergencies that happen that can really put a strain on your budget if you don't have that emergency savings in place. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thing we'd say for anyone, like have an emergency fund for your self and your humans and your family. Um, So you want to do the same thing for any animals you add to your family. 
Yeah. And um, I was just looking at averages um, and I found this, I can link this in the show notes, but for example, if you have a dog and your dog is hit by a car, the average cost is $5,600 from the veterinarian. Um, And I don't know about you, but I mean, that can cause a real strain on a lot of families' budgets if all of a sudden you have to shell out $5,000 because Mm -hmm. your dog was hit. And you may have some recourse, you know, for the driver, if you can locate the driver, if the driver is insured, but that is far from a guarantee. Mm -hmm. And so it's much safer um, and better for your dog and better for you if you get this emergency savings in place um, and research some of these numbers and see like how big these vet bills can be. Um, you know, cause if you do get veterinarian insurance, a lot of the insurance does not cover emergencies. Right. Yeah. I've done a little bit of research on this. I've never had pet insurance for any of my pets, but, um, it's very, it's not like, I mean, not saying that humans medical insurance makes much sense either, but, um, it's very different. Like you don't have um, like a copay or things like that. It's all, it's all reimbursement based. And like Amanda said, some don't cover accidents, some only cover accidents. So um, you'll have to see if it makes sense for you. Um, In my research, I have not found that it made sense for me, but yeah, there were times definitely, especially when caring for older pets, that you're thinking, oh, maybe I should have gone down that road. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's important to look into. Yeah, um, and sometimes I think it can make more sense for uh, dogs than for cats mm-hmm. who require more regular vet visits. So um, it's a good idea if you don't own a dog but are thinking about getting one. You know, talk to your friends who have dogs, talk to your neighbors that have dogs, and and see what that bit, their vet bills are like and and just make sure that you're going to be able to afford those bills mm-hmm. um when they come up because being you know that's part of being a responsible pet owner yeah um yeah so also you want to think about you know your lifestyle like are you going to be traveling with your pet are you going to be traveling a lot without your pet because the cost of a pet sitter the cost of boarding that's also pretty high. Yes. Um, and also if you do, you know, want to take your dog with you, say on vacation, I don't think people typically take cats, but I think it happens. But if you do want to take your dog with you, make sure, you know, you're budging that in, you know, you're going to have to pay extra to fly. You're going to be restricted on where you can vacation, or maybe you'll have to pay extra, um, to the hotel or, or whatever you're, wherever you're staying. Yeah. Um, so just keep, keep those things in mind as well. Um, I also think as far as toys, um, and other play things, I think people vastly underestimate how much they are going to spend on these sort of these fun things for their animals. Right, Emily? I know you can attest to that. Yeah. It's just so easy. The, the marketers have figured me out. Like they know what I want to give to my cat and have in my house. Um, I don't have kids. We, so we treat our animals, you know, like they're everything. So yeah, it's it's really for me though. Like my cat would be happy to sit in a cardboard box and play with some crumpled up old mail. Like they don't yeah. care that I bought them this like beautiful flamingo with feathers that they can chase around. So 
you know, it's yeah, it's an easy like, trap to fall into, but it's yeah, fun. but it's fun, and that's that's fine to spend money on that. You know, I'm not criticizing it, but sure. I just I do think when people make a budget, they tend to focus on the basics like dog food or cat food or mm-hmm. maybe a vet visit, like the necessities. But the fun stuff needs to be part of a budget as well. Like, yeah, I know I want to buy these fun cat toys. It's okay to do it. Just you know, budget for it, right? Yeah. I know I want to throw my cat a birthday party. So <laughs> yes. there we go. I did, I did. I went to a dog birthday party earlier this fall oh and I was, it was a fun, it was a fun excuse to, to get together um, at the dog park. I will Very say. Nice. So. I like it. Yeah. Um, what else? I think um, another a topic to cover is um, not just pet insurance, but liability insurance i know this can come up if you're more with dogs really um just personally when uh, my brother was a child our neighbor's dog got loose from their yard and bit my brother um and then he the dog didn't wasn't up to date on its rabies shots and so then that incurred medical expenses for our family And then that leads to a liability issue for the dog owner, you know, Mm -hmm. covering medical expenses. If you do, um, if your dog bites someone, Um, most homeowners insurance policies or renters insurance policies will cover dog bites. If you find yourself in this situation, obviously you should take all steps to prevent dog bites from occurring in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, sometimes things happen and you want to make sure you're covered. Um, a lot of insurance policies do have limits on the type of dog. So if your dog is considered a dangerous breed, your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance might not cover that. So you want to take that into consideration when you are deciding what kind of dog to adopt. Yeah. And it's very difficult, Like if especially if you uh, adopt an animal when it's very young, you don't really know all of its habits or all of what it could possibly need. I mean, I only have had cats in the past, but two cats were from the same litter and one of them had terrible teeth and needed lots of like dental care, which is very expensive because they have to do the whole rigmarole of putting the cat under and keeping them at the vet for several hours. So that's very expensive. And the other cat did not have any of those teeth issues. And one cat ended up having, you know, kidney problems. The other one had a heart murmur. So like not all cats are, or, and not all animals are going to have the same issues. Um, also, some types of breeds require a lot more grooming. Um, and some can just, you know, they all just need a bath once a week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, you could need training. Right. If you think your, you know, your dog can train your own dog, but maybe their personality is just not amenable to it, you might need to hire um, someone to help you train your dog properly, right? Or yeah. you might, you know, have lockdowns from a pandemic and decide to adopt a dog while you're home all the time, and then all of a sudden your office calls you back to work. And all of a sudden you need to hire a dog walker to help you take care of your dog while you're back in the office. Um, yeah. I know that's or, been an issue for a lot of people. Right? Yeah. Or your poor animal like starts to have anxiety because you're not with them all the time. That's I think becoming a huge thing that I've been seeing a lot of 
pets having to take anxiety medication. So there's all these other behavioral issues that can come up. Um, you know, you can't really plan for them. Yeah. And that can also be um, part of your, a consideration for your emergency savings. You know, if your dog destroys your couch while you're gone or um, my sister's dog developed an anxiety thing and she would um, destroy the front door to her home. Um, And that, you know, it's not just the cost of anxiety medication or training, it's replacing the cost of your front door. So um, these things happen and come up and, you know, probably hopefully you you love your dog or your cat or your other pet and want to um provide for them as best you can so we wanted to make sure these are some different issues we have some seen come up in our personal lives and and with clients yeah and we all love our animals and we encourage adopting fostering all that good stuff if you want to do it um yeah just think a little think ahead and it's important to just Give it a little more forethought in case uh, well i'm thinking of another friend's story who uh, a cat came to their back door and they ended up taking her in and then within the first year she needed like two different surgeries so that was definitely not something they thought about um but at the same time it's your animal like you care for them you want to do the best for them like we've been saying so just try to set yourself up as best as you can as financial advisors um, we can't plan for everything but we try to help our clients be set up for all the potential issues the potential outcomes all the possibilities um, to get them to their goals yeah and i can't show my cat in this video because she likes to sleep all day but mm-hmm. post some uh cute pictures of our pets yes. in the show notes right emily Absolutely. or on, on the website yeah yeah we've got a few yes <laughs> okay right well that was fun yeah short and sweet one yeah just to think about some extra things to add to your budget um well yeah so yeah well, you can find us at connectingthedollars.com. We will have this posted to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcast, as well as having this up on our YouTube channel, which is a new thing we're doing this year. So feel free to send us a comment about what you, you know, think about this episode or if you have any ideas for any future episodes. Yeah. And pictures of your own pets. We'd love to see. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. That will do it for this episode of Connecting the Dollars. Nothing discussed in this episode should be considered legal, financial, or tax advice. If you like what you heard, please subscribe for more at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your content. When you do, please give us a rating and a review. To see the links we mentioned in our show, along with other great Propel Financial Advisors content, go to connectingthedollars.com. You can find our past episodes there and subscribe to our newsletter. And if you're still here because you have a general question, you can email us directly at info at connectingthedollars.com. Or if you're interested in working with us, click the Schedule a Consultation button on our website. Thank you for listening.